Praise God, praise God, praise God. Good morning. Welcome everyone. Glory be to God. I am so excited about Jesus. I am so, I'm going to say it again. I am so excited about Jesus. And I trust and believe God that you guys are as well. Hallelujah. Welcome to Word Alive Ministries. We are here to bring you the Word of God. We are here to just to minister to your heart by the Holy Ghost. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm excited, as I said. God is good. And he's good all the time. All the time, God is good. That's our Father. We have a good Father who loves us. Who loves us. And he's proven his love towards us in sending his Son. How awesome is that? Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So I'm grateful. I'm so grateful to the Father. I'm so grateful to the Holy Spirit. I'm grateful to, to Jesus that he loved me so much he shed his blood for me. He loved you so much he shed his blood for you. Whether you believe it or not, his blood has been shed for you. Glory be to God. We're going to get into the word of God this morning. And let me say, I thank Pastor for another opportunity to bring the word to, to you. I want to thank last Sunday. If you guys haven't watched last Sunday's message, I, I encourage you to go back and to watch that message. Our, our sister, our deaconess, um, Sister Deborah Manley, brought forth the message. Debbie brought forth the message just boldly and in power and in love and under the the power of the Holy Ghost. Glory be to God. So we're excited about that. So do I encourage you, go back and listen, and you will be blessed. Believe me, you will be blessed. Hallelujah. We're going to talk this morning. Whew, I got to calm down a little bit. Okay, I'm calming down. I'm calming down. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk this morning about the topic this morning, if you need a topic, because I know people like topics. Like, what are you talking about? Um... Free to be me. Glory be to God. That's, the, that's the, the, the topic, the subject, I guess. It's free to be me. And we are. We are free in our society. We are free to be whomever we want to be. Free to be me. And freedom, the definition that I got from the, just looking it up, you know, I define freedom. And it says, freedom, the power to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. That's how that's as that's how the, the dictionary defines freedom. It's that it's the power to act, speak, or act as you want without hindrance or restraint. And so, as a society, I mean, we're fighting for that because we're fighting to be free to be to be whoever we are. Free to be me. So today, as we as we as we go into this this, um, we're going to combine the two, or kind of combine the two, because there is a freedom, if you want to call it that, that the world knows, and there's a freedom that I'm hoping after this message, through this message, that you'll see that we have in Jesus Christ. That's that's my goal or my aim is that you will recognize the freedom that we have that's been provided for us in and through Jesus Christ. Glory be to God. So we're going to go first to the book of James. And we're going to start at, um, before we put that scripture up, um, I, want to let, I want you guys to know that God... And you've heard Pastor say it before. You hear him say it countless times in the future. God is not mad at you. We can't emphasize that enough. Because so many of us see God as this person sitting on a throne with this long white beard with some like rod and stick in his hand. And he's just ready to knock you out. It's like that's the image, or he's ready to send to send a lightning bolt down at you, or he's ready. He's just he's just angry and he's and he's vengeful and he's just he can't wait for you to mess up so he can punish you. 
It's like that's the way so many see God, and I'm talking about even believers still see God that way. God is not mad at you, and he loves you. How much more can he do to convince you that he loves you? Because he's already sent his, his son, his word, and his son to come to earth, to live, to die, to resurrect. And he did it all because he loves you, because he wants you, he wants us to be connected to him, to be to come, come back into the family. Amen. He wants us to come back into the family, come back, you know, let me be your God. Allow me to be your father. Come back, I'm wooing you back, I'm drawing you back to me. That's what love does. And he's a God who is love. So I say it again. God is not mad at you. He loves you. He loves you. And the Bible tells us that we love him because he first loved us. And the, and the Lord impressed into my heart many years ago. He says, my love doesn't stop. So I don't care what happens. You cannot stop him from loving you. He's going to love you if you never love him. He's going to love you. His love is eternal. Glory be to God. And we're grateful for that. So, let's go to James chapter 1. We're going to read verses 13 and 14. James chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. And it reads, let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot, God cannot, will not, it's not going to happen, it's impossible. God cannot be tempted with evil, because there's no evil in him. God is full of love. He cannot be tempted with evil. He's not going to, anything that deals with evil, anything that's not like him, you cannot, he, he will not, he, he's, he's not in it. Amen. He's just not in it. Glory be to God. Glory, 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 glory. Neither tempted he, and he doesn't tempt any man. But every man is, but every man is tempted. This is when you're tempted. Every man is tempted. When he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. When there's something in you that's unlike him, that you allow to draw you away from him, and then you become enticed. Glory be to God. So let's not blame him. Let's not blame him. Let's not put it on him. Let us take responsibility. Let us take responsibility upon ourselves. Come on, we're, we're, we're adults. Let's take on responsibility. If I'm tempted, it's not God. If I'm tempted, I've allowed myself to be drawn away from that which is unlike God. Glory be to God. And, and we can do that because we're free. We're free. You know, we're free, so we can do that. Let's look at, let's, let's keep going. Let's go over to 1 Corinthians, glory be to God. And we're going to look at um, chapter 6, 19 through 20. God is good. I'm telling you, God is good. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? Those of us who have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Let me put you on notice. Do you believe the Bible? That's the first question. Do you believe the Bible? Because the Bible says, oh, Ye uh, that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and you are not your own. You are not your own. You don't belong to you. <laughs> you, know, you. You don't belong to you. For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. For you are bought with a price. The price, Jesus. Jesus shed his blood. 
That was the price that was paid for you is the shed blood of Jesus Christ. The shed blood of Jesus Christ. He shed his blood for you, for me, for, for humanity. Glory be to God. So in him shedding his blood, he's made a way for us to come back into the family. He wants us in the family. Yes. Glory be to God. Thank you, so you are not your own. Those of us, if you know Jesus Christ, you are not your own. Stop feeling, stop thinking that you can do what you want to do when you want to do it, how you want to do it, when you're not your own. Glory be to God. For ye are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God. In the first place, he says, he says to glorify me is in your body. <laughs> glorify me in your body and in your spirit. Which are God's. So you've got the spirit. You know, you've, you know his spirit is, is residing in your spirit. His spirit is residing in your spirit if, you have, if you've accepted Jesus Christ. And so he's like, allow. Allow the spirit of God to rule and reign mm. in your heart. And if we would allow that, guess what? If we will, I'm telling you, church, if we would allow the, the spirit, our spirit man to rule, your body will go right along with it. Glory be to God. If we allow, thank you, Jesus. Because what happens with us believers, you know, we get some word, and then we expect God to do it all. There are things that we still have to do. I mean, we, we have to walk this out. We have to live this life. It's up to us to do that. He's in us, but he's, and he's in us to live, to rule, and to reign if we allow him to. Thank you, Jesus. So he's, so he's bought us with a price. He's not, he's, he's not going to tempt us. Glory be to God. Let's look at Galatians. Galatians um, chapter, we're going to go to Galatians chapter 3. Um, you know what? Um, if you could, would you get me my iPad so I can, I can flip pages? I think it's, it's in the, um, it's out. I was playing music earlier. I left it out there. Galatians, sorry for the interruption. Galatians 3, chapter um, 320. And that reads, that reads, um, 320. You know what? I wrote down the wrong scripture. I wrote down the wrong scripture. Um, I'll take it. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you very much. Glory be to God. So I'm saying this right now to get myself. So that I'm saying this right now because I love you guys and I know you love me. And I won't have this so that pastor doesn't tell me later. I won't do this again. And I have my iPad with me. So because I know it's like burning inside of him right now to say. It. <laughs> like, so, now, so I've said it openly to all of Facebook. So I apologize. So now he can't say anything. Glory be to God. And the scripture tells us that Christ, when Paul said, Paul said that it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. When Paul said that, when Paul said that, Paul has such a revelation of who Christ, who Christ, I won't say was, or who Christ is. He had such a revelation. He understood Christ living. I mean, Paul said of himself, he says, I was the chief sinner. This is what Paul said of himself. And he wrote, what, what, three quarters? Was it three quarters? Two thirds. Oh, he wrote two thirds of the New Testament, but yet he said, I was, the I was a chief of sinners. But he understood because he came, because of where he came from to where he came to in the revelation and the, revelation, the relationship that he had with Jesus Christ. He could say, Christ lives in me. It's no longer I that live. I have died to myself. And I die so that Christ can live. And that's the mindset, that's the attitude, that's the revelation that we should have as believers who believe in Christ Jesus. I no longer live. Christ lives in me. When I, the, the, the life that I live is to glorify the Lord. 
Wherever I go, I am to glorify the Lord. As Pastor always says, we're atmosphere changers. When we walk into a room, we're bringing Christ, the presence of Christ, in that room. Wherever we go, Christ is on the scene, guys. Christ is on the scene. So the atmosphere needs to change, glory be to God. And when you notice how people treat you, and it's not even you, it's Christ in you because you are allowing him to live. But what's so awesome about that is that you allow Christ to live like in the public place, and in the private place, in your home, when nobody may be watching, in your home when it's just you and your family, Christ lives. Christ is on display. Amen. Glory be to God. Wherever you are, Christ lives, and Christ is on display. He's not on. He's he's not in you just to be for a public spectacle, so you can go out and you can people can look at you and and just what's what's the word I'm looking for? Help me, Pastor. People can look at you and prop you up or, oh, that's pastor and I have to act a certain way or no, 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 no. Whoever you are is who you are. If pastor's there, if bishop is there, if evangelist is there, who you are is who you are and Christ knows who you are at all times. He knows who you are. Amen. Glory be to God. So don't, 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 don't do that. Don't try to... Um, don't try to pretend. Don't just, don't just, just. It, it's, it don't, it doesn't work. Glory be to God, because we are free. And when you understand your freedom, you don't have to do that anyway. When you understand your freedom and understand who you are in Christ Jesus, glory be to God. Don't you just love Jesus? Amen. 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 So Christ lives in us. Let's go to Mark. Mark chapter ten. Glory be to God. And we're going to start reading at the, um, at the 17th verse. Mark 10, 17. And when, and talking about Jesus. And when he had gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one. That is God. Jesus said, Why callest thou me good? There is none good. And we understand, and we, you know, I know in my in my mind, my mind's eye, I'm like, this is Jesus. How could he say, Why callest me good? There is no, none good but the Father. How could he say that? But he, I'm thinking, because he is good. But he's, when Jesus said, don't call me good, because Jesus understood where he came. He knew that he was the word of God. He wasn't the father, but he was the word, the son of God. And he knew, he understood that he and the father were one. He understood that because he said, I don't do or say anything unless I hear from my father. He understood the position or the authority of the Father. And he, wasn't, and he dared not try to tap into that authority. That's the Father. That's God. And he understood that. Glory be to God. And so Jesus said to, the, to, the, to this man who come and kneeled down before him, he said, Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not, honor thy father and mother. He said, you know, you know to do these things. You know the commandments. And the man answered and said to him, Master, all these things have I observed from my youth. Well, I'm not guilty of any of those things. I've, I've lived those. I've, I haven't done those things. I've observed those things from the time that I was a child. And he answered and said to him, um, from my youth. And then Jesus, beholding him, loved him. And said unto him, one thing, one thing thou lacketh. Go thy way. You know, go back. Go your way. Sell whatsoever you have and give it to the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come. Take up the cross and follow me. This, now this, this man, he, you know, he came to Jesus and he was like, he was like, you know, you, you know, 
he said, remember Jesus said, don't call me good. Now this man, check, look what he said. He says, I've done these things from my youth. So I'm thinking that he probably felt he was a good person. He probably went to Jesus with the thinking, you know, I'm I'm good. I'm ready. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with my life. Because of the life he had led. He probably thought there's nothing wrong with me. I'm gonna hear something good. And what did Jesus Jesus do? He went to his heart. He says, One thing thou lackest, go thy way. So whatsoever you have, give to the poor, and you shall have treasure in heaven, and come, take up the cross and follow me. And he was sad. Jesus said the wrong thing in this man's heart. Jesus said the wrong thing. Because this, he was sad at what Jesus said. It made him sad. What Jesus said made him sad. And he went away grieved. But he had great possessions. He went away with a grieving heart. Because not only did he have great possessions, but great possessions had him. Glory be to God. God, the Lord went, and, and I'm telling and I'm saying this to you. When the Lord speaks to you, He knows. Glory be to God. He knows. And He'll go right to your heart. He'll penetrate right to your heart. Because He is all seeing. He's all knowing. We're standing, the scripture says that we are naked and open before Him. There is nothing in our life that's hidden to him. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So let's keep reading. And Jesus looked round about and said to his disciples, how hardly, this is what he's, this is Jesus' response when this man walks away grieved in his heart. Jesus went to his disciples and he says, how hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? And the disciples were, is that the last verse I was reading? Yes? 27 of the last, right? 27, okay, I'll keep reading. And Jesus looked around about and said of his disciples, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answered again and said unto them, Children, how hard it is for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And they were astonished out of measure, saying among themselves, Who then can be saved? And Jesus looking upon them said, With men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. Amen. This man went away grieved in his heart. And Jesus said, in verse 24, how hard it is for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God. Because they trust in their riches. Enter, now this is, it didn't say the kingdom of heaven because the kingdom of heaven is a place. But the kingdom of God is where rule, rulership, is that such a word? Yeah, rule. Ruling and reigning. God rules and reigns. So if you, if, you, if you trust in your riches, then you're not trusting in God. Because you can't have it both ways. So if you're trusting in your riches, then you're not trusting in God. Therefore, God is not ruling and reigning in your life. And if he is not ruling and reigning in your life, then it's hard for you to enter into that kingdom. Therefore, you'll never, you will not experience the kingdom of God. Because in the kingdom of God, which is within you, there's joy. There's peace. The scripture tells us, happiness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost, that's the kingdom of God. So if you're trusting in your riches, then you're not going to experience that happiness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost that's found in the kingdom of God. Because you allow God to rule and reign. This freedom... This, this, the power to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint, that's not even God. That doesn't even sound like God. Doesn't even sound like him, but yet that is what this society is, 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 is going after or going for. I want my freedom. I want to be able to act, speak, or think whatever I want 
That has nothing to do with God. Yeah, you're free to be you. But, let's, but we want to be free to be Christ. When we walk in a room, you're free to be you. And you walk into a room and people see you and they pat you on the back and they're glad you're here. And when we're going to have fun now, oh, pull out this, turn on that, because so-and-so is here. Because that's you being you. But when you walk into a room and you bring the presence of God, hallelujah, the atmosphere changes. And it changes to the better. Mm, come on, Glory be to God. Glory be to God. You brought the presence of God into that place. Yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. So, in the latter part, down here where it says in verse 27, it says, and Jesus looking upon them said, because they was like, well, then who can be saved? If you, you know, here's this man who's, who's done the law, and then he has, um, and then he's, you know, he has all these riches, and then you, you answer him this way, then who can be saved? And Jesus says, with men it's impossible. But with God, well, all things are possible. Yeah. Because I don't care what you may have. I don't care what you may have done. I don't care where you are right now. God can reach you. And he can penetrate your heart. And he can bring salvation to your soul. Come on now. Yes. That's the God that we love and serve. Glory be to God. With him. All things are possible. Let's go to 1 Corinthians. We're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Ooh, guys. Amen. I love the Lord. Um, I love Jesus. I'm, I love Jesus. Uh, I, what can I, I love Jesus. Yeah, I do. Man, I mean, he's, he, he's, he's my everything. He's my all in all. He brings me joy. Yeah, there are times when, you know, when you might uh, just meditate on things that, and you can, you know, if you think about it long enough, you can put yourself in a state of depression. If you meditate on the wrong things, you can put yourself in a state of depression. But if you meditate on the Lord, <laughs> glory be to God. He was just, you know, you just stir up that which is inside of you. You stir up the love and the joy and the peace that's inside of you. Glory be to God. And you have just like, you've just been rejuvenated. And it's all from inside. Not from out here. There's nothing out here. It's all from in here. It's in your heart. Glory be to God. So, we're at 1 Corinthians chapter 10, and we're going to read verses 1 through, 15, well, 1 through 15, and then we're going to go from there. So, the scripture says, Moreover, brethren, brethren, so brethren, sisterin, he's talking to us as believers, okay? He's talking to us as believers. Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that our, all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink, but they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. Glory be to God. And this is, you can... I know most of you would know about you know about you know, Moses, and um, but I want you to understand that this group of people, this group, it says they were all baptized under Moses. They did all eat the same spiritual meat. They did all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. But with many of them, God was not well pleased. For they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were for examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. God was not, mind you, we can we all we all look the same. We all we go to the we go to these nice buildings. We um we just externally we look the same. On Sundays, notice I'm gonna say on Sundays. On Sundays, you know, we all, we rush to the, you know, to the church, and we're all in there, and we may be in different places in our, in our walk with the Lord. That's fine. But we all look the same. But God may not be well pleased. Because keep in mind, he knows our heart. And he searches, the scripture tells us, he searches the heart. 
Glory be to God. But these things are for examples in verse 6. To the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Neither be ye idolaters as were some of them. As were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day, three and twenty thousand. You know what? I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it. I'm, going to, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say it and I know you're going to love me. If people, if on a Sunday we all go to church, glory be to God. Glory be to God. If we all show up in church on a Sunday and about all those that were guilty of fornication just fell dead, how many of you think would still be alive? How many do you think? I would say we'd be having like some mass funerals. You know. But I'm telling you this because there are things that are happening that God is not pleased. There are things happening in verse, verse 5. They all did these things. It looked like they were all in the same place because they were all doing the same things. But it says he was not well pleased in the church. There are things happening in the church that are not well pleasing to God. They're not well pleasing to God. Glory be to God forever. Thank you, Jesus. So where am I? Neither, verse 9, neither let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. We, we opened up with that, with temptation, with him. He doesn't, he doesn't tempt us. Let us, let us, wait, which verse am I on now? Verse 9, neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. They were destroyed. God didn't do it, mind you. He's not a... And verse, verse 10. Neither murmur ye, as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. That is not who he is. What I'm, t I'm telling you, I'm, what I want you to understand is, get this, things may be happening. Things may be happening in your life today. And you're blaming it on God. Take responsibility. What are you doing with your life? What are you doing? How are you, how are you occupying your mind? What are you doing with your body? What are you feeding into your heart? There are things we have to do as believers. There are things that we have to do. I mean, it's like we just want God to just to 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 to, to want us to treat us like, like babies and and, 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 and put food in our mouth when we're able to feed ourselves. Glory be to God. Um, now all these things happen unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. These things happen. We can look back and we can see what happened. We can learn. You know, people say you learn by example. That's, I said people say. I didn't say God said it. People say you learn by example. And so we can look back and we can see what happened to them. We can learn. And then what do we do? Then we can correct. You don't want to follow a pattern that's going to lead to destruction. We don't want to do that. We want to follow, we want to follow Jesus Christ. He is. He is the one that we follow. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed, lest he fall. If you're thinking highly of yourself, and you're thinking that whatever, you, whatever comes to you, you got this, yeah. If you're thinking you got this, take heed, unless you fall. Make sure that Christ has first place in your life to prevent you from falling. We're going to keep reading. Um, I'm reading until 15, right? There have no temptation taken you but such as is common to man. Nothing has, there's no temptation that has come to you that hasn't come to somebody else. There is none. There's nothing new under the sun. Anything you've been confronted with, so has somebody else. Okay? You're not, it's not you and you only, you and you alone. It's not like that. There's no temptation taken you but such as is common to man. But God is faithful 
who will not suffer with this, who will not allow you because he's not bringing on the temptation. The, the temptation is coming. We know who the tempter is, but he's allowing it. Who will not allow you to be tempted above that you are able? Whatever temptation comes, you are able. You are well above it. Yes, because of the grace of God, you are so, you are, you are, and you've been enabled. Amen. You don't give in. You don't give up. You don't give out. Because the scripture says, but God is faithful. You have to see him as such. You have to see him as being faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted with, to to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. You can bear the temptation because he's already made you a way of escape in his son Jesus. Amen. Glory be to God. So don't give in. What you do is you trust in the Christ that's in you. You have to, in this walk, you learn to trust God. You have to trust God. There's some things you have to do. And one of those things, if you are a believer in Christ Jesus and what he's done, then you trust God. That's what you do. Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee from idolatry, anything, whatever, the, whatever it is that's, that, that's a hindrance in your life, that's, that's, that's causing this, this either small or great separation, that you're not connecting to the Lord as you ought to, as you want to. Because if Christ, in, is, Christ, if Christ is in you, then there's, all, there's that journey. You want that connection. You want it. You want it more than anything else. So there, he tells you, flee from that thing, whatever it is, flee idolatry. He says, I speak as to the wise. Judge ye what I say. Glory be to God. Let's go down to, let's read 22 and 23. 22 and 23 says, do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? The scripture tells us God is a jealous God. God, think of it, you think of it, with, with, with the plan, the plan that our God had established before the foundation of the world. He, he had a plan to redeem us to him. He knew what was going to happen, and he already had a plan in place. Glory be to God. And in the midst of that, now in our walking out this plan, there are times when we may put something or someone before God. That doesn't please him. That doesn't please him at all. Because there's nothing, there is nothing that's mightier than God. There's nothing above God. God is, he's, he's our all in all. And we can't even imagine in our mind's eye, because he says in the scripture, like man has not seen, ear has not heard the great things he's had, he's had prepared for us. So even in our, in our great wildest imagination, and we try to think of who God is, he's greater. <laughs> we can't, we can't, we can't. It's, our minds are, as our pastor says, our little peanut brains. We just, we can't do it. He is. He's everything. <laughs> Glory be to God. And Paul says, All things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. Amen. So Paul, we, we, we are free to make choices. And Paul realized that. We are free to make I can do whatever I choose to do. But it's not good for me to do those things. I mean, it's, there's, there may be a law, but it doesn't edify. It doesn't edify who I am in Christ Jesus. Because this is about Jesus. This is all about who we are in Christ. Our freedom is in Christ. Our freedom is in him. Glory. Let's read 31 and 33. Then we're going to go to Galatians. Let's read 31 and 33. 31 through 33. 
whether, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. Do it to the glory of God. Live your life to the glory of God. Give none offense, neither to the Jews, nor to the Gentiles, nor to the church of God. Nor to the church of God. And, this, and we know it, guys. We know it. There are so many. There is such division. And it doesn't please God. There is such division in the church. It does not please God. We, those of us who have Jesus in our hearts, we love our brothers and sisters. But beyond that, we love those who don't, even, who don't know the Lord yet. We have to. Because they're the ones that we, that we need to go and bring them into the family. We, need to, we want them to have and experience what we have and what we've experienced. And we experience it every day. We experience Christ every day. So we want them to do that as well. But if we, if we take offense, if we look at someone and we become offensive, that's not Jesus. If we look at another group of believers and because we don't believe, they don't believe the way we believe, we, become, we take offense. That's not Jesus. Even as I please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. Paul lived his life. Paul walked this walk pleasing to God. Pleasing to God. Church, we need to love the way Jesus loved. Truly. We need to love the way Jesus loved. And in his love, his love, there was there's, there are no boundaries. <laughs> there's not. He loved freely. There's no boundaries in, in there, so there, there need not be any boundaries in our love for others, in our love for our brothers and sisters, as well as in our love for the lost. We've got to love the lost. We've got to show them who Jesus is. The scripture says that they, help me with this, because we show love one to another. They'll know that we are his disciples, that we're disciples of Christ. Because we show love one to another. We've got to show love to one to another. We've got to show love to the unbeliever as well. Because they're not going to want to, they're not going to want to be a part of us if they look at us and they're not pleased with what they see. If they look at us and they don't see Christ, they look at us and they see us. Then that's, that doesn't glorify God. So let's, let's, let's be mindful of who we are in Christ Jesus who we are in Christ Jesus. And then Galatians uh, chapter 5, 1, and it reads, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty or the freedom wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Christ has made us free, so don't be entangled with bondage. Don't let things pull you in and tie you down and, and hold you up and, and whatever else it might do. Because you are free in Christ Jesus. Glory be to God. Amen. I mean, it's like, um, I'm just a free spirit. I'm just, I'm just free. I'm just, <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know how to explain. I don't know how to explain the freedom that I, that I experience. But it's like, when you hear things and, 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 and things come your way, uh, I guess an old saying, it's like water off a duck's back. It doesn't penetrate. It doesn't penetrate because it's not who Christ is, so it's not who I am, so I don't have to receive it, and so I just hold, I don't get caught up in all this stuff that the world gets caught up in because I'm free in Jesus, and Jesus is above all the nonsense, and, and, and I'm above the nonsense because I'm in him, and, and we just have this relationship, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's something that only God can do. Only a loving God can do. Galatians, uh, we're still in Galatians. Go to chapter 3. Um, 3.14. Thank you, Jesus. Whew. Guys, Amen. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I just... Whew. I know in my heart 
that. I know in my heart, God's not pleased with the church. I'm, when I'm saying this, no, 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 take, stay with me. Understand what I'm saying. Understand what I'm saying. I believe that the Lord will open your heart that you will understand what I'm saying. And when I'm saying the church, I'm saying the, the, the unit. I'm not saying any denomination. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the unit, the whole, all of us in, in the family of God. Because his heart, because we are to exemplify his heart. And in, in doing so, he said in his word, he said, the harvest is ready. The laborers are few. The harvest is ready. So here we are in the family, in the body of Christ. Are we laboring in that harvest? That pleases God. Because the scripture says, pray to send laborers into the harvest. It's ready, church. It's ready. And we and we talk about we talk about the lifestyles of people who who may not have come into the family yet. Have you presented Christ to them? Not not a condemning Lord, but a loving, a forgiving. Or I laid my life down and I rose again for that person. Is that the Christ you're presenting to them? If any Christ at all. That pleases God. Because it's gonna take it's gonna take faith. And we know that faith pleases God. And it's gonna take faith to do, to go out, to go out boldly, to go out in love, to go out knowing, knowing that souls are gonna be birthed into the kingdom. And that's what this walk is about. It's about, because he, nothing's impossible. I don't care what people have, have done. Nothing's impossible with him. I don't care what sins have been committed. It's, it's irrelevant because, you know what? Christ died for that person's sin. Everything that person did, Christ already shed his blood over it. Just as if they've never done anything. Glory be to God. So we as the church need to do our part. Galatians 3.14, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. That the blessings of the Gentiles, um, the blessings of Abraham, may come on us through Jesus Christ. And how does it come? Through faith. It comes through faith. All the blessings of Abraham, they're mine, they're yours, if you dare to trust and believe God. All the blessings of Abraham. You know, it's so awesome. It's so awesome to lay your head down at night without a care in the world. To lay your head down at night and just think on the Lord and just say, and just know that you are blessed, you are loved, you are provided for, Amen. you have peace. You have joy. Just to lie your head down and just know that these things are yours. They are yours. Thank you, because he loved us. Glory be to God. And the scripture says, in Hebrews it says, um, let me say this first. If you're depending on you, you're not going to get there. If you're depending on your efforts, and what you can do, you're not going to make it. When I say you're not going to make it, I'm saying you're not going to get to that place of rest that's in Christ Jesus. Because when you're depending on you, the more you do, the more you want to do. And then the more you do, the more you want to do. So the bar keeps raising, so you never get to that place of rest. Amen. So you need, so, you, so we learn, we learn to trust, to depend totally, to depend totally on Jesus because he he's our savior he's our lord he rules and reigns in our life thank you father and thank he you. and he's a good lord he's a good ruler he's a good reigner and so we're, we're, we're our faith is in that 
Yeah, he's a good one, yeah. <laughs> Hebrews tells us without faith it's impossible to please him. The Bible tells us that he who comes to God must first believe that he is and that he's a reward. If you've listened to this message today, if you've stayed on here any length of time, I believe that the Lord, the Holy Spirit has touched your heart. He who comes to God must first believe that he is. I believe that you believe that God is, that God is, and that he's a rewarder. We need to find, we need to find out, get into the word of God and see, get to know him. The scriptures want us to know him. We need to know God. We need to know him in his, in his love. We need to know him as our father who loves us and he cares for us. We need to know him as daddy. Glory be to God. And if you don't know him as such, you can. And the way we start, it's like if, you know, the road to destruction is wide, but the road to... Narrow is the... Yeah, the road to destruction is wide, and then narrow is the path to everlasting life. And because there's so much, there's so much out there there's so many ways out there. And that freedom, that freedom, that, that the power to act and speak or think as you want, that's that wide road. But narrow is the way to eternal life, and that's in Christ Jesus. So if there's anybody who's listening, and you've never asked Jesus into your heart, you can today. Today can be your day. Today can be your day to be born again. Yes. Today, February 28, 2021, can be your day to be born again, to come into the family of God, to come into the kingdom, this, where, where God rules, where we are free because God rules. We don't worry because our ruler is a good ruler. Our ruler is a good God and our ruler is a good father. So we need not worry because he provides for us. That's in our kingdom. So we're asking you to come into this kingdom, into this family. We're asking you to come out of darkness into light, out of the confusion into peace. Into this kingdom where there's joy, happiness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Glory be to God. And you know what? It doesn't cost you anything because the price has already been paid. It's already been paid. Glory be to God. So, if that's you, and you want this peace that only, only Jesus brings, if you want to lie your head down at night and just know that, you know, no more waking up at 3 and 4 in the mornings and can't go back to sleep, no more laying there, just, just you know, just wanting the sun to come up so you can get up, no more of that, but just to rest in him. Just repeat this prayer after me. And um, the Lord does what he, he, he does what he does so graciously. He, he comes into your heart. He takes up his abode inside of you. His spirit rests inside of, of your heart. So, Father, in the, Father, we come before you right now. And just repeat this prayer. Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. And I ask you, Lord, to come into my heart. I confess this day that Jesus is my Lord. I accept him as my Savior. And I ask you, ask you to live your life, live your life in, me. in me. Amen. Amen. It is so easy. If you said that from your heart and you believe it, he's inside of you. He lives in you. And this is going to be the, the, the best day of the rest of your life every day. <laughs> every day. Because every day you give it to the Lord. You yield every day to the Lord. He blesses you with this day. Father, I thank you. Now you live this day through me. Allow him to live every day. And you'll just see your life just turn. You'll see things just happening. And you'll and all of a sudden you'll be from here. You'll go from here to here. 
And you won't even know how you got there. Because it wasn't you. It was the Lord. Because he loves you. He loves you. Thank you. He welcomes you. So tell somebody, glory be to God. Let somebody know that you've come out, you've come out of darkness into light. Glory be to God. New light, new life in Jesus Christ. So I thank you again. I thank you again for joining us. Um, Pastor is taking some time off, as you guys know. But he'll be back next Sunday, and I'll be so happy, and I know you'll be so happy to, to hear from him. We love hearing from our pastors. And we thank you guys so much. If you've enjoyed this message today, like it, share it. If it's blessed you, trust God, it'll bless others as well. Um, and um, anything else? Have I missed anything, Pastor? Mm. Glory be to God. We love you guys so much. We, we, we just want you just to go, to walk in your righteousness. Live this life for Christ. In Jesus' name, love you. Be blessed. Glory to